Hi, this is Femi Shavery, and I am here with your Intuitive Energy Corner. We are officially in March. This is March 1st, and I am really anticipating the um, vibration of this month. It is a lot of things happening. We are almost at spring equinox, which is a new beginning, a renewal. We're actually able to see a lot of the blossoms of the seeds that we've sown we are able to cultivate in a different way the energy picks up the frequency picks up and so does the transits and the shifts and the different things that happen in our life will be picking up on a different uh, wavelength which is which is very exciting because it gives us a new shift in perspective a new shift in motion and it allows us to see things from a bigger brighter um standpoint now that does not mean that it's going to be easy it's going to be without its hiccups we are still under a magnitude of different um frequencies right now we have a lot of different planetary shifts we're still in mercury retrograde this entire month we will be it will be mercury will be retrograding back into aquarius on march the 3rd until the 9th and then it goes direct um and then it will be going direct in Pisces and yeah, fluctuating a little bit. And then we have Saturn that will be leaving Capricorn going into Aquarius for a couple of months and then back into Capricorn. Um, then back into, I believe, Aquarius towards the end of the year. But that's a whole nother, a whole nother subject, a whole nother um a whole nother topic but what we will be discussing today is the overview for the month of march march is the beginning of not just a new season but a new astrological year pisces is the last zodiac sign in astrology it is um closing out chapters it is closing out all of the things cycles that have been open that you've been purging from last year astrologically now we are entering into a new astrological year which will bring us into aries season aries is a fire sign aries is filled with passion intensity fast moving and it is cardinal just like cancer a cancer sign Cardinal energy is leadership. It likes to take control. It likes to be the one that makes the choices and decisions because it is the responsible one. It is the one who is uh, structured and the one who has the answers um, per, per se. So we are in a place where we are definitely coming up out of a mutable type of energy where we are easily able to adapt we are um, able to pick up the energy around us and we're we're really really becoming chameleons to our surroundings to now setting the tone for the energy that we will be following through with throughout the season of Aries and closing out of Mercury retrograde means that there could be a lot of different tension that arises from communication, how you communicate, how you 
receive communications. There could be a lot of different things occurring within ourselves as well as external when it comes to career, when it comes to our relationships. The inconsistencies tend to pick up a lot more when we're shifting of the different climate because we're looking at a sign that is originally Pisces is, is a very watery in depth, intuitive, sensitive, energetic, emotionally intelligent sign. And then we're coming into Aquarius where Aquarius is very aloof, detached, doesn't really like to express the feelings that it feels. It likes to think its feelings and come up with conclusions that are logical. So we are in between and being in the midst of any type of in between frequencies, it causes tension and strain over head and heart because you are trying to balance practicality with what you feel based with spirituality. So there's a lot of different elements at play and March will not be something that is to be taken lightly. This is definitely a season and a time for you to sit back, replenish, recalibrate, and allow yourself to navigate in a way that makes sense for you. Don't push yourself too hard. Don't just sit stagnant, but don't let yourself be overwhelmed by everything that's happening because just as fast as you are feeling things are just as fast as those feelings will change. March the 9th, we have a full moon in, I believe it is going to be Leo. No, it's not. It is a, let me see, full moon in there's so much going on, guys. I'm sorry. So let me look at my notes. We definitely... Okay, Virgo. Virgo. We have a full moon in Virgo on the 9th. Now, Virgo is a very analytical sign. We already know that Virgo is very into detail. It is very much into making things make sense. How can we put these things in order? How can we execute a strategy and a plan before we attack, before we go forward? And it's going to be really difficult in between the energetic influence that we are in because we are having to feel our way through while thinking our way through, while putting together a strategy that works best for the overall. This is very, 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 very tricky type of energy to be in because you can only have so much control over the outside forces. So you're realizing that a lot of the things that you are trying to cultivate, a lot of the things you're trying to manifest, a lot of things you're trying to put out there are just not in a space where you have the control to make it happen. So you're having to put yourself in a uh, timeout per se. How does, how does any of this affect you? It's being selfish in this moment because it's really the only thing that you're able to control. And that's gonna be very hard coming up under this Virgo full moon because full moon's all about revealing whatever is mystique, whatever's in the hidden, whatever has not come out. Whatever is not in the open, whatever has not been um, communicated effectively, whatever has been under the radar will be pushed to the top. And when you're dealing with a Virgo sign, you're dealing with someone who has to analyze the every part of what this looks like. What does this feel like? What is this really? How is this affecting me going forward? And it's taking its time to pick apart the details, pick apart different parts of it that may not be seen. And then you don't have the time for that because we're still coming off of Mercury being retrograde in Aquarius, which is all about let's just detach from all this sitting still and thinking about and 
feeling our way through. Let's just detach from this stagnant energy and get over to getting it done. And it likes to rush through and brisk through and it'll think about the feelings and effects of it later. And that is not the climate that we are in. So it's trying to balance everything and all of the different feelings and all of the different emotions and all the different circumstances all at once. That is going to be absolutely challenging for people who are either very, 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 very emotional and want to deal with feelings first versus those who are very, 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 very earthy and grounded and like to sit through things and sift through every possible outcome of things. Air energy that is very much so detached and want to get things done that broadly uh, helps everybody that's involved. Like it puts it in a very, very, very difficult place because you're having to pick apart the parts that you are needing to get you through whatever scenario in small doses. And so this is why you can feel as though the communication is just not there. Um, compassion is just not there. Consideration is just not there. It's something missing. But in the midst of all of these shifts and all these pivotal changes, there are also a lot of blessings that are coming with this type of climate because things are moving fast to slow back down to move fast again so that you can go ahead and unravel all of the pieces that have been stagnant and start over fresh and new. And so as we are beginning in a fiery climate of Aries, you're also going to feel a lot of different um, eagerness to get things done. You're going to have that pep in your step of wanting to forward move and, and create a cultivation of things that make you look better, feel better and create a better stability for you all the way around. Okay, now just a little bit of in, in information about Saturn. Saturn changes its signs every two and a half years. It's not a slow moving sign like Pluto, which stays in one sign for decades and centuries. You have Saturn that changes the sign every two and a half years. And when it does, it creates this ripple effect that everybody feels period, point blank. Remember, Saturn is all about discipline, is all about structures, it is all about the fundamentals of your life, be it on a social, be it on the uh, emotional, be it on psychological, be it on spiritual sense, be it in governmental ways. It is going to affect you because everything in your life requires a form of consideration of discipline and a form of fundamental building of a foundation. Okay, so Saturn is definitely a, a powerful, powerful planet, and it is known as the Lord of Karma. Okay, but as it is moving out of Capricorn, where it has been since 2017, it is going into Aquarius, where we're going to be guided to wrap up any type of cycles that have been stagnant, anything that's time to be over with, any karmic cycles that have delayed our progress, anything that has caused us to be in a place of stagnation that has not really been fruitful is being expunged out of our lives, which we have all been feeling this for since about late October of last year. But you've definitely been feeling it with these shifts, especially in 2020, coming into 2020, because this is a year about redeveloping, restructuring, recreating our life cycles completely. OK, as we are wrapping up these cycles, Saturn is making sure that we've done the work. So we successfully move forward, as you know, from the ground up. That is where clear 
clear and and beautifully challenging energy comes in to help us to get a clear picture of where it is we are and where we're needing to be. So on the 21st or around the 21st, pay attention because as Saturn is moving into Aquarius, you're going to be you're going to get a little bit of insight on what it is that that season is going to bring for you. What is it that we are working on towards the season? What are the things that are going to be highlighted during that time of the shifting occurring that you need to prepare yourself for? Because that is the thing that is going to be the most impacted during this season that we are entering in. Okay, so let's start at the top of the month. There are some small energy shifts that are happening that are going to guide us into the deeper parts of the elements. Now, in the first week of March, we have Venus. Venus is in heavy alignment with Saturn. Venus is the planet of love. It's the planet of uh, nurturing. It's the it's uh, compassion. Let's see. It's about companionships. It's all of those things. That's what Venus is. And Saturn, as I just explained to you what that is. So you're going to feel like you're carrying a lot of weight on your shoulders. You're going to be feeling yourself being disconnected with that Aquarian energy coming in. So you may feel a lot of disconnect. You may feel like people don't understand you. This is going to resonate and make you make you realize how important self-love is. Not being too hard on yourself is something that you need to be reminded of. This is not a time to punish yourself or put yourself in any type of isolation out of fear of being judged or critique. It's very important to be around people who are understanding of who you are. Very important to be around people who are going to be able to pour into you and help you to nourish those parts of yourself that have been dehydrated way too long. During any type of Venus theme, Things like creative arts, um, pampering. This is a really good way to cultivate this energy. Like I said, being around people that feel good for your soul. On March 8th, just before the full moon, there's going to be a surge of creative energy flowing through, which means that you may get a burst of new projects that you may be um, wanting to try out. Passion projects, hobbies, something you're wanting to do that is making you work into that creative space, getting that uh, place of release where you can write out some things that you're feeling. Maybe you sing, maybe you paint just for fun. Maybe you like to read. Maybe you're writing a book. Maybe you're wanting to expand your knowledge in yoga practices or different health and wellness practices, just different things that are helping you to cultivate a creative type of energetic, energetic force is where we are guided during this time. Now, while this is very inspiring. It could also stir up some deeper emotions that need to be released, which means it could trigger you in ways that make you feel like I'm not creative enough. I'm not good enough to produce this creative project or I'm not good enough to really be successful at this. So this is where you're going to have to go deeper in yourself and utilize that beautiful, beautiful, deep Piscean energy that we're coming out of during this time where you're able to really look at yourself in a duality, look at yourself in the beauty of what it is and where it holds its most creative power. It's not going to be in the way that you may compare it to other people. It's your own unique makeup. So it's very important that you take some time to isolate yourself so that you can appreciate the parts of yourself that you've been neglecting for way too long. Okay. As we are going into this full moon energy, remember we are still in a time where we are dreams, very potent. 
having our dreams, having messages that are coming through our dreams, having things that are put together in pieces through our dreams, through our subconscious and consciously being able to put those pieces together to cultivate a new reality is where we are. That is what you are going to be expanding your uniqueness, expanding your creativity, expanding your partnerships, expanding your finances, expanding your um, idea of what success looks like, what it feels like, what you want and what you are desiring in life as a whole. Okay, the full moon is definitely going to be illuminating and helping you to uncover some deep truths and realizations that you may be guided to pay particular attention to being your health. There could be parts of yourself that you've been neglecting. You're not eating right. You're not checking, you know, your different uh, pressure points. You're not working on your flexibility in certain areas where you're needing to be. You're not making sure that you are balancing a healthy lifestyle with your um, entertainment part of your life you are needing to create a balance of wellness so that you are able to create a longevity for your health concerns not just for yourself but for those that are dependent on you to be in a healthy state some of it your jobs are requiring you to be in a certain type of physicality because that's the only way that you can produce the results that you are needing for that particular career so you're having to refocus on this you're having to deal with the truth and the lack of honesty that you've been accepting due to your health and due to your mental health, due to your emotional health and your ability to cultivate a healthy environment for yourself to thrive in. Your um, This full moon could be bringing things to the su surface, but it's also very likely that you could be very, be very mindful of jumping to conclusions, being very easily, um, easy to assume things before you actually see what the reality is. Full moons also bring about a mystique. It brings mysterious um, energy around where you're not really seeing things for what it is completely. That's why the full moon energy is so powerful and so potent because everything is not what it seems on surface value. You're having to dig deeper. It's forcing you to dig deeper and to see things from a different perspective. And that is where we are. That is where we are guided to be. And that is how you're having to move forward when it comes to um, handling any type of problems that may arise or any type of anticipated problems that you may foresee. Okay. Um, you have to trust your intuition and instincts. Know there's a difference between intuition and insecurity. Don't allow your insecurities to fuel how you answer the things that you are needing to address. Be very, very mindful of your natural survival instinct taking place opposed to an intuition. Your intuition is your gut feeling. It is something that's deeply in your spirit, in your soul, that you know that you feel, that you know is the truth and you cannot be denied the accuracy of it because it is what you know in your soul is honest. Okay, so be very mindful of that. Don't allow our emotions to take over and color the truth of the situation. Allow the truth to be revealed in doses if that is what it requires and allow yourself to be patient as it unfolds. Also, following the full moon, we have Mercury going direct out of retrograde on the 10th. Now, at the end of the retrograde, you're going to start to see what um, you have learned from inside out. And you're going to be applying those things to the outside. Things are going to be picking back up, going into the right direction that it should be. And you're going to be able to really feel the impact that this retrograde has had on you. Now, 
On March 19th to 20th, we have the equinox in spring, uh, well, the spring equinox, which is the sun entering into Aries, which is officially Aries season. So this starts, as I stated to you guys before, a complete astrological new year. Now, Aries is considered the first sign of the zodiac. So when the sun returns to its place, it signifies the start of a new cycle. The beginning, a new astrological year is starting. You're going to feel renewed. You're going to have different hope. You're going to have such optimism and you're going to feel really good during this burst of new energy. Because again, we're coming out of the deep water and we're coming out of Mercury retrograding in Aquarius and Pisces. So there's a back and forth tug of war of being emotional, not feeling emotions at all, not addressing emotions and living this aloof, detached type life opposed to now you're feeling it, but you have this fire burning in you that wants to get results. So you're energetic, you're you're filled with passion and you're just really ready to go forward. Aries is very fiery. And so again, you're going to feel boosted, recharged and ready to get some stuff done. At this point in the month, we have a strong energy of intention setting forward thinking and how we wish to spend the rest of the year. This is not to say that we need to have everything planned out because God is not asking you to have everything in order because again, we're not in control of the future. We can only prepare to our greatest ability, but also be present in the now. Okay. This is definitely how we are going to shift our focus and what areas of our life we are trying to improve. A lot of self-combation, a lot of, um, a lot of inner work that is being done during this time, but it's being done for the betterment of everybody. Okay. If you are asking um, for other people's input on how to co-create and what to do, just look around for the different energy and the, and the different type of shifts that you may feel and what you are thinking. What is it that your, your body is telling you during this time? Your answers often lie within when we're searching for something outside of ourselves. In the Northern Hemisphere, it's a time to see nature blooming and the ground is very, very fertile. So you're going to see flowers. You're going to see, you know, spring like weather. And that is really helping people because in the in the fall, in the winter, people get really sad because things are dying off. But I really think that's beautiful. I really love that part of of life because it it really allows you to go within and make you still but I'm a water sign so I love anything that's deep anything that's uh very very sacred and solid and and I like to be in solitude because I like to feel and I like to see the process I like to feel the process so for a lot of people though that's not easy that's not an easy climate to be in it causes a lot of depression it can cause a lot of seasonal sadness just because of the elemental uh, the elemental changes that are going on around us okay but you this is a time also as you're seeing the soil be fertilized and you're seeing the trees growing their leaves back and you're starting to see this the leaves start to change their colors back to that green healthy color and, and growing on the trees as they normally would during the spring and the summer, you have to ask yourself what parts of yourself are you not fertilizing and not putting in a space where they can bloom, where they can grow, where they can evolve and be better. Um, what are some parts that you've been neglecting and not nourishing within? Okay. In the Southern hemisphere is a time when nature is preparing for the death phase in its cycle, meaning it's preparing for winter. Whereas we're coming out of winter in the Northern hemisphere, Southern hemisphere is entering into. So letting go, releasement, attachment, allowing things to flow in their natural rhythms are the themes of the season for the Southern 
hemisphere. Where do you need to adapt this mentality in your own life? What are you being called to release and let go of that you haven't, that is delaying your progress and delaying you to grow and evolve and to see the beauty in the things that you hold in the soil that you cultivate. Okay, so when you are tuning into nature, nature is something that's very powerful because nature shows us a lot of ourselves in an external way. And if you're paying, if you're paying attention to what's happening around you, you can see how it how it really compares to what it is that is deep within you. And so, by tuning into the this, this type of energy, it's giving you the ability to harmonize and to find the sacred pieces of jewels that you're needing to find in parts that are outside of yourself. Okay, on March 24th, we have the Aries new moon, which will enhance all the new fresh energy that is around, all the new shifts in the climate, all the beauty that is starting to blossom. We have this beautiful new moon that is cultivating during this time we have Chiron which is the asteroid of healing it's also a very it's it's very very potent active during this new moon so we'll find ourselves undertaking a healing journey or feeling closure to things that we have been working on for the last six months we're finally closing out those cycles and we're filling them in a way that we hadn't before which is what this whole year is about beginning new cycles but first closing out old chapters so that we can begin a new new season of growth and prosperity in our own lives. But before you can do that, death and rebirth must be done. And that's something that happens internally and then it expands on an external way. Okay, so March 2020 wraps up the Saturn and Mars, which has been very active, which is very interesting at the start of the month. And then Saturn and Venus are very active as well. So Saturn is definitely a star player in March, and we're most likely going to bring some shifts and closure that we all feel. Um, of course, I'll give you guys updates throughout March on what's going on astrologically as we get closer to the new moon on the ninth. And I mean, the full moon on the ninth, and then we get closer to the new moon, I will be giving you guys a little bit of updates, astrological changes and things that are happening and things that are going on so that you guys are aware of the different changes and shifts that you will be feeling going forward. This year is all about helping us to cultivate a new life, a new reality. But a lot of us have been avoiding doing the real work. And what does that feel like? What does that look like? That looks like deep, rooted healing, deep rooted addressing of issues that we have ignored for so long. Okay. So I really feel like astrologically, this is a very beautiful time. This is a very beautiful season. This is an opportunity for us to feel. This is an opportunity for us to address any issues that we have been delaying, any issues we have been fighting off. This is the opportunity to step into that truth as a whole. Okay. So this is the first part of your intuitive energy corner where I've given you guys the astrological overview for the entire month of March. And so the second part is where I'm going to give you guys just intuitive guidance on what areas may be affected in your life, a little bit more detail on what areas to pay close attention to and give you a little bit of um, oversight to begin the month of March in the highest frequency you possibly can, okay? Okay, so what I am feeling intuitively for you guys is we are definitely in a very interesting, complex type of space, which isn't a bad place to be in because anytime you're in a space of 
uncertainty, it gives you an opportunity to move forward more strategically. And that is what we're needing to do. When you are more aware of where you are and you're more aware of what your limits and your capacity is, you are able to handle things in a different manner. Now, with all the different elements that are coming into play, this is astrologically aside, this is more practical, logical, and creating a, a reality of what it is that you have been cultivating in a spiritual sense. So a lot of us have been operating, I'm saying us because we're all in this together, but a lot of us have been operating out of a more prideful, egoic type of way. And this type of element is requiring that you shift how you've been dealing with things. It shifts, you are having to shift how you see things, how you react to things, how you approach certain situations. You're having to humble yourself in a lot of words. And I kind of, in a lot of ways, and I kind of hate, I don't like the use of the word humble because to me, humble in society has been used to create this illusion of weakness or submission that is not necessary. To be humble doesn't mean that you silence yourself. It doesn't mean that you withhold what it is that you know to be true for yourself. But what it does mean is that you are able to operate out of a silent confidence in a way that is not overbearing to others that are around you. You do not have to force feed your truth, force feed your um, depth, to anybody. It is just what it is. And so we're in this space where we're progressing, but in a lot of phases, you may be regressing because you are in this space where you are battling with how you choose to handle things, how you normally would handle things versus the reality in which you need to handle them for the present moment. Now, we are cultivating a different reality when it comes to what traditionally works for us. For some of you, you've ran so far away from the basic of who you are that you've lost yourself and this is asking you to come back home come back home let's look at this again let's reevaluate this again so that you can then rebuild because you've tried all these other methods and they didn't get you any further than you were before they've caused a lot more chaos they've caused a lot more confusion so here we are starting over brand new so come back to your roots let's reevaluate let's really dig deep and find what the issues really are, how are we going to move forward without cultivating the same repetitive patterns and create a new beginning for yourself in, in all authentic, authenticity. It's not about jumping on trends. It's not about jumping on what's in. It's not about ditching the past on who you were and what you've been taught because all that's bad. No, it's about creating the truth for yourself, but also utilizing the parts of your history that are necessary for your continued evolution. Okay. We're also in a place where we're having to review who we are, what we are, what we believe in on a sense that differs from what we thought we were originally on this journey to find out. You will find out that a lot of who you are is still who you were. It's just reformed. And that is the beauty of evolution. You don't have to lose yourself in its entirety to grow. You're not supposed to. Growing means keeping parts of yourself, but just expanding. And you're realizing that you're growing in maturity. You're growing in a different way, knowledgely. And you're more informed about who you are and where you are and what you want. And so you're able to make different decisions that are really cultivating a new reality. Now, this also is going to affect how people see you. 
The people that you thought saw you in a certain way are going to look at you in a different way because they're going to see the change in you. Not because you're forcing a change, but because you really are becoming more of yourself. And this is going to either bring people closer to you or draw them further away. But either way, that's not your concern. What you should be concerned of is not the perception of others, but how do you think God sees you? How do you think God wants you to see yourself? And what do you look like out of his eyes, clear eyes, eyes of perfection for you? That is how he's wanting you to see yourself. And that is the only perception you should be concerned about because people are fickle. And one day people support you the next minute they don't, unless you find somebody in a tribe that really, really, really believes in the cultivation of who you are at the core. Now that is very, very rare to find. However, it does exist, but that's not your concern either. If they're meant to be in your life, they will. So this is always an opportunity to dig deeper and to find more about who you are, where you are in yourself, and also cultivating a new reality for yourself based on who you are, who you've always been, and what you know to be true for you, period, point blank. And as we are entering into this new Aries energy, it's going to give you more compassion. It's going to give you more power. It's going to make you feel more confident. It's going to allow you to move forward in a better, more optimistic phase than you had before. Because before you were more stagnant, you were more unsure and certain about how you should move forward if you wanted to move forward. And if you really wanted to detach yourself from those things that you knew were not working for you. But now we're in a space where it just makes sense to move forward. And this is how you choose to do so. And it's going to work out for yourself. You're literally creating the reality of yourself, aligning with what's best for you, seeking that um, that true death fulfillment that you're realizing you can't find in another person or in other things and other uh, things that you try to gravitate to. You're really, truly tapping into yourself. And that's giving you such a joy that right now you may not just not want to share it with nobody. And that's fine. But also remember during this time to be compassionate with yourself. You're going to be more attractive to people than you had before because you have a gentleness about yourself. You're being you're you're creating this new energy that's giving you the beauty of balance. It's allowing you to cultivate the different parts of yourself that you had in before that you weren't interested in before, but you did anyway. And that is really, really beautiful. Like I said, it's very complex. You're very complex individuals and that's how you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to be one or anything else. It's getting the opportunity to study who you are, where you are and what you choose to do. And that is the mystery. That's the mystique of your reality and your existence. And that's the beauty of who you are as well. Um, during this time, I would definitely pay close attention to your dreams. Your dreams, again, dreams are very powerful because that God speaks so much in the subconscious than we realize. And when you are unaware that he's speaking to you is when he speaks to you the loudest and the most. So be very mindful of your dreams. Even if you have to wake up, I've had to wake up out of my dreams at times. As soon as I wake up, I have to write the dream down because when I go back to sleep, I wake back up and that dream is no longer in my conscious. So it's very important that you yourself are aware of those things. Um, some of you may find that there are friendships forming very, very quickly during this time. There's a lot of well-balanced 
friendships, whereas previously you had a hard time connecting with people. There was always drama. There was always some type of secretive, sneaky thing that someone was doing that was uh, conniving. And you're going to find that you may have encountered these type of people because of the type of energy you were putting out, or you could be in a space where you are no longer even entertaining this type of energy. So you're not attracting it as much, or you could have been this person. It could have been you who's the person who's sneaky and all these things and you have shifted yourself in a way that is causing you to be well balanced your emotions are well balanced and how you approach people is more understanding and more of welcoming opposed to conniving sneaky manipulative way okay you are releasing um anything that makes you feel like it could potentially be a toxic energy period point blank you're not questioning it you're not thinking about it that's that Aries energy like I ain't got time to sit and ponder about it it's not working I don't like it I don't want it and I'm moving forward period point blank deuces and <laughs> that is an energy you should be very mindful of but it is a very beautiful place to be in when you're normally not that person when you're a person that'll hold on to the holding on gets old then this is a very beautiful, beautiful energy for you to be in because it's giving you this confident air about yourself that's making you detach from anything that is not for you, that has not helped you, that refuses to be the betterment of you and causes you any type of delay, okay? You're learning, some of you may be learning new professions, new creative, as I've stated before, uh, this is a beautiful time to create new type of projects, whether it's a passion project. Not everything that you create has to be for the people, to, for you to sell it, for it to be a job, for it to be entrepreneurship. Like that's not everybody's thing. You don't have to do that. A creative is still a creative, even if no one knows they create. So it's very important that you remember that and you understand that we all have these different parts of our brain that have to be stimulated. If we don't use them, we lose them. And so it's very important that you tap into different parts of yourself, find out about the different parts of your being that cultivate a new reality so that you can utilize it in, in redeveloping who you are. Okay. So as I said, it, it feels like a very creative new type of beautiful fresh energy that is coming in for some of you there is a rebirth taking place in new development pr promotions that you've been waiting for uh financial blessings that have been coming through just a lot of different shifts that have been coming and happening that we just haven't had an opportunity to even think about you know in areas where you felt there was absolutely no progress there was never going to be any progress and we ain't going nowhere we're not moving forward you're finding that that is not the truth that is not completely accurate and you're at this space where you are welcoming in the new partnerships and you're welcoming in the new um development the development that is creating in your life and you're feeling very optimistic about it so keep that energy um for some of you you're coming off a drought season drought season maybe for love money um, your career just hasn't been right there's been chaos all around you there's been dysfunction all around you in your family there's just been all kind of crap mess drama and you're coming up out of that and some of you may be in the midst of it now but how you deal with it is what is going to cultivate the the uh, sum of the reality of it. So it's very important that you're very, very careful on how you address tension and how you uh, resolve tension in your life. Now, as things are ending, 
new things are beginning because that's all what transformation is about. Remember, four moons are all about endings and beginning and, and new moons are beginning. So you are in a season of release. It's important to release. It's important to let go of anything that holds you back. You could be in relationships to total different people, to total different um, personalities, just to total different energies. You're, you're learning how to cultivate a balance. You're learning how to utilize the total opposite of another to cultivate a new beginning in a way that makes it better for you. You feel better. You feel more inspired. You're coming together as a very civil union. And there is no more conflict because you're understanding the power in the opposition. Okay. Um, is there anything else? No, I just feel like ultimately there is uh, nothing but good energy coming in. It is intense. It is very complex. It has its ups and downs. And with 31 days being in this month, it is long. We are in leap year. So there is another type of energy that's coming in. There's a lot of different shifts. There's a lot of different astrological things at play. However, this our life is constantly moving and growing and evolving. And that is where we should focus. We cannot get so caught up on everything. I would seriously say detach from social media as much as you can. Detach from um, the internet, Googling, the news. I don't watch the news. My TV rarely comes on unless it's a day of show of mine that I'm recording is on. Or I'm needing to check my DVR to make sure what I have recording isn't full so that my stuff can still record. But my TV, I have one TV. I don't have a TV in my bedroom I don't look at the news like I literally look at what I need to look at to get the information I need and I ask God to show me what I need to know other than that I do not listen to mass media I do not take what mass media says as as truth and run with it like I'm a very strategic person when it comes to my sources when it comes to verifying things that are important to me I study astrology like it is my news channel I study people through psychological you know work behavior science and things like that like I'm studying I'm constantly engulfed in new things when it comes to personal development and just living in the present moment I really don't like to be distracted by the nuances of society when it comes to uh, scare tactics and fear tactics and all these different things that the media uses always an agenda there's always an agenda you have to understand that so if you allow what is being said to you what has been told to you to clear to make you feel like this fear mongering going on detach from that because that is what is causing us delays and destruction and self-sabotage in so many different areas of our life like People have to understand how mass media works. Mass media works by you tuning in. The more things that they scare you with, the more you're going to listen and tune in because you're going to want to know what's next. And so as you tune in, they are paid for views. They are paid for their scare fear mongering is what gets them views and ratings, which gets them paid. So that is what it's all about. Not saying that everything that the media is saying is all wrong. There's always a little bit of truth. There's there's mostly 90% truth to most things that are being said. However, it does not make the entire message accurate. So you have to be very mindful of what it is that you are allowing yourself to digest psychologically, consciously and subconsciously, because those things get planted in your being and become who you are. 
this climate is very tricky this is very 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 complex energy but you have to be aware of your capacity to hold such things if you know you are a sensitive spirit why are you looking at things that cause you any type of distress why are you feeding yourself constant darkness why are you putting yourself through these things it's not necessary and it's not warranted. So be very cautious of what it is that you're allowing yourself to digest, especially during the time when everything is so unstable, both seen and unseen. Okay. So this has been your week's intuitive energy corner. I hope that it gives you a little bit of clarity. I hope it gives you a little bit of understanding about what could be going on and what is potentially occurring around you in your life. Remember, these, um, the energies that I'm speaking for could very well not be your energy. It could be the energy of those that you are interacting with. So what it is that you are listening to could be to give you insight on how to deal with those that are around you and how to assist those that are around you that are struggling in some of these areas or are dealing with circumstances that are some of these, these circumstances that I've spoken about. Okay. So until tomorrow's daily dose of energy, guys, I love your freaking souls. I hope that you have an incredible week. I hope that you are inspired. You're motivated to continue on this path of self improvement. Know that you are great as you are, but we all can do some good work on ourselves. And the more we work on ourselves, the better things we attract in our vicinity. Okay. I love you guys. Until tomorrow's daily dose of energy. Bye.